I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness, episode number 10. Today, we discuss how to get out of the drive through window and back into the kitchen where we belong. So stay tuned for Life-Changing Wellness. This is Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness. Life-Changing Wellness. Here's Dr. Ward Bond. Well, before we begin today, if you could just do me a favor, please head over to our iTunes after the interview with my guest today. If you could just rate and review the show, that helps us to gain more visibility and attract more people like you. So if you could just do that for me, I would greatly appreciate it. And I encourage you to look up my show page on RadioMD.com. So let's get started today. I'm so excited. My guest today is fitness expert Linda Mitchell, who helps women reach a point of empowerment and glowing health. 54-year-old Linda is an Institute of Integrative Nutrition graduate, an award-winning fitness competitor, women's health expert, and an elite obstacle racer. She collaborated on the fitness portion of the book Fat Flush for Life with mentor and New York Times bestselling author Anne Louise Gittleman, and she is the author of The Sisterhood of Sweat and owns the Chick Fit Studio, which opened in 2013. And her book and the studio are all about helping women build confidence and self-esteem and learning to feel 100% great about themselves. Well, without further ado, my guest, Linda Mitchell. Hey, it's great to have you today. Oh, I'm so excited to be here with you, Dr. Ward Bond. Well, let's let's kind of get going here because I'm kind of excited about the the topic today about get out of the drive through and into the kitchen. Kind of walk us through that. Well, basically, we're all on the go and we're living this life at such a fast pace that we fail to plan what we're going to run our engines with, which is your body and your mind. And we drive through and just grab everything on the go. And, uh, and that is why a lot of our health, uh, problems exist because eating everything fast, fast food equals basically to me a fast death. And, you know, you're, you're basically going to be eating all these things with chemicals. You have no idea, um, how the food has been prepared, what is in the food. Um, you know, it's just this fast paced society that, uh, you know, I like to get us back into the kitchen, preparing our food, natural and healthy, like God intended and non-processed so that it's going to be better for your digestion, better for your overall health, skin and wellness. Well, do you believe that uh, people have basically uh, overloaded their schedules to where they may put food uh, not at the top of their list? And even uh, people don't even spend time preparing what they're going to eat throughout the day. They just kind of grab on the go, like you said. And, and I know people who literally live through the drive through window from the first coffee in the morning to dinner in the evening. Yeah, and I think basically what happens is is you just get into this, you're behind the eight ball, and if you would do a little bit of planning and do a little research, you know, just eat non-processed foods. Shop the outer aisle of the grocery store. If it, you know, swims in the sea, flies in the air, grows in the ground, you know, you're you're a lot safer, you know, eating your foods 
naturally and whole the way that it was intended versus, you know, things that have a shelf life of 10 years. You know, basically people are just, you know, in this habit, they formed a habit of being in a hurry and grabbing things versus planning. And if you just take a little time to plan, you're actually going to be a lot healthier, number one. You're going to be a lot trimmer, number two, because everything you're getting through the drive-thru is probably double to triple the calories it would be if you were making it at home. Well, let me ask you this. Let's let's help all the listeners out today. Uh, since breakfast is supposed to be the most important meal of the day, or at least to start off your day, what are some easy, healthy things that we can do to start off by eating right and skip the drive through window? Well, the, some of the easiest things would be to... I, I like to prepare things ahead. Um, like the night before, I like to make overnight oats. Uh, have the recipe in my book, The Sisterhood of Sweat. I like doing um, a lot of ahead meal prep. I do meal prep on Sundays a lot so that I can have all of my meals ready because I'm quite busy running a studio and podcasting and everything. So I usually make sure to prepare my meals in advance um, on a Sunday where you have like a steamer, you steam all your vegetables, I put all of my meats on parchment paper and so that they don't stick and I'll cook or broil them in the oven. I might have, uh, I might do some, some chicken. It just depends on what, if it's salad, I don't like really making that in advance. So those are a lot right. of easy tips. And also equally, and if you're going to do it the day of, um, to me, it's just pretty easy to make some eggs. Uh, have an apple, you know, maybe do some, um, some quinoa or something. I like to actually do that sometimes instead of oatmeal. Just, you know, or you could do a shake. I'm not as much a fan of drinking your breakfast because I feel like you need to have your digestive juices going from chewing. So, but, you know, a it's a point. lot better good than point. the drive through. You know, if you're going to go through the drive through, Versus having a shake, I probably would say have a shake, maybe throw a few blueberries or, you know, sometimes I've even had people throw their oatmeal in the shake. Um, and wow. one uh, thing I really like is when um, you make maybe make some oatmeal and you could throw a little bit of protein powder in that if you wanted to, some walnuts, um, some blueberries, just really like it's a quick, easy Breakfast. Breakfast is probably your easiest meal to to you know prepare ahead. Maybe boil some eggs or you know prepare something that you put in the refrigerator the night before. Yeah, I think a lot of people end up skipping breakfast or they start grabbing an office snack around ten o'clock in the morning and then it just nosedives for the rest of the day. So I think we need to start before we leave the house either for school or for the office and eat right and like you said you know you know there's so many great choices out there and you know a lot of people overindulge in coffee maybe they should switch to green tea uh you know i do like you know i like to juice but at the same time you have to be careful of that because you want to make sure that you are getting adequate fiber uh from smoothies if 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 people go that route 
But uh, those are all great points. Now, you kind of bring up a point here. I've, I've noticed on a couple of the talking points, you make a statement called, eat carrots, not crap. What does that mean? Well, a lot of the times what will happen is we get so focused on, you know, eating healthier. I'll have clients say to me, oh, oh I can't eat carrots. They're so high in sugar. Oh, I can't eat a banana. And, you know, I mean, you know, that's high in sugar. And, well, I can't have, they start getting focused on that hyper focus versus, you know, then they eat a chocolate bar. <laughs> we'll eat a chocolate yeah, bar later. Yeah. And yeah, so it, it, basically it, what, what I would say is to eat carrots, not crap. Like versus if you really clean your diet up, it, it, I'm pretty sure it's not a banana that made you gain 10 pounds. It's not carrots, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I always, I always laugh at people at the mall food court that walk up and, and uh, get a couple of chocolate chip cookies, and then they get a diet soda, thinking that it's just going to cancel out the cookies. And it, the whole mindset's all wrong. Yeah, yeah. And I think if people would reassess that and realize that it's okay, like I tell my clients all the time, you know, uh, yes, I don't want you to eat boatloads of fruit because fruit is great, but you don't want to overdose yourself with too much sugar. But if it comes between that triple stack, you know, triple stack brownie and eating an apple, an extra apple, eat an extra apple. Just use your common sense when it comes to, you know, eat, fill up on good food and don't worry about, you know, what you have to eliminate. Think more about what you're fitting in to your diet. Think about what can I have? What, what good things could I have instead? And, Am I truly hungry or am I thirsty or am I tired? Is there something I need or is there something I could have instead of, you know, the triple stack brownie? Well, well, yeah, exactly. Now, you bring up a point about kicking sugar cravings to the curb. Now, for a lot of people out there, this is something that they have a very difficult time with. So what are some of the things that people can do right now to really kick the sugar habit? Okay, so um, one of the biggest things would be to get sugar out of your house and don't have sugar around at all because it's more addictive than crack cocaine. Eight times more, Dr. Mark Hyman says. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, uh, I believe it. <laughs> you basically, that's why you're addicted to the sugar. So literally, you don't want to leave, you know, a drug around for a drug addict. I mean, not to compare, but... You know, it is kind of like a drug, sugar, caffeine. So basically what happens is, is you're, you're addicted to it. And if you have a little, you want more. So really the best way is to get sugar out of your house. Number one. Number two, you do need to eat carbohydrates. So carbs are not your enemy. They're your friend. Make sure you're filling up on good nutrient, you know, filled carbohydrates like a sweet potato with some cinnamon um you know having your apple you know making sure you're having maybe a little quinoa with some blueberries or some oatmeal butternut squash which is a little lower on the glycemic index but there's so many cool ways you could have your carbohydrates which is going to in turn 
keep you more satisfied. And you need to eat every three to four hours because when your blood sugar drops is when you begin having those carb cravings. So you need to either have a good carb or a good fat included in a balanced meal plan every three to four hours to keep your blood sugar stable. Well, yeah, I agree with that. You And so for some people, to make it easy, uh, maybe like a handful of nuts is a good fat to add? Yes, yes, yes. A handful of nuts would be good. I like hemp seed. I like to put hemp seed on my salads. Um, I love putting them in my eggs. It's really, it's nutty. It's a, it's a delicious uh, fat with your omega-3s, and uh, it's just amazing. And also, yeah, you know. Too. Yeah, go ahead. Uh-huh. Also, besides, you know, having all the, you know, making sure your coffee could also spike your blood sugar. So I would recommend doing a a good fat in your coffee, like MCT oil or, you know, butter, like grass-fed butter. Um, it, It will keep it more stable so that it doesn't spike your blood sugar, which is what actually causes your sugar craving. And there's two other tips I really love. Dr. Julia Ross, um, in her book, The Diet Cure, she recommends chromium, you know, making sure you're getting enough chromium in your diet. Oh, yeah. And that also helps. And um, equally, she says glutamine. And to take that under the tongue, take your glutamine, in 10 minutes, your sugar cravings will disappear. And those I definitely swear by. I do them both. Well, yeah, I completely agree on the chromium because it's definitely one of those things that help to uh, prevent diabetes. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize how great glutamine is. I mean, I do the same thing. I mean, you take glutamine and within 30 minutes, you're not craving sugar at all. But at the same time, it helps with uh, with the brain, helps with focus and keeping everything stable. Yeah. And, and equally, great, and great it for helps. The muscles. Oh, yeah. It helps with recovery from exercise. And. If you I have leaky gut, it's also good for healing the gut. So glutamine yes. is your friend. Oh, ab- absolutely. Now let's uh, let's do a little uh, switching of gears here because I know a lot of people. There's a lot of people I know that exercise on a regular basis, uh, and there's a lot of people that will avoid it like the plague. How important is movement on a daily basis? Oh my gosh. You've got to move it or you're going to lose it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you've got to, you've got to keep moving. I know one of my clients said to me, I, I said, how do you keep going? You're always, she's like in her sixties and she's coming to the gym, jumping rope. And you know, she still wears pigtails. She's adorable. And I'm like, how do you keep going? And she's like, at my age, you've got to keep going or you're dead. <laughs> she's like, You've oh, got to I, keep I, moving. Yeah, yeah you have <laughs> you know? to. It, 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 well, we see so much research uh, coming out, I mean, almost on a monthly basis now, about how how deathly the sedentary lifestyle can be. And people who are in offices, people who are in front of their computers every day, they are now suggesting that well, every hour, get up for at least 10 minutes and move around. Get those body fluids moving the blood the lymph get everything moving and circulating because you don't want it you know basically settling because if we're not like you said if we're not moving 
we're going to be losing it later on down the road. And, you know, just movement, uh, you know, a lot of people, I, I was really surprised on how important just doing simple yoga exercises can really help the body uh, improve its overall health and flexibility. Oh, yeah, just doing simple yoga, walking. I mean, it doesn't have to be rocket science. But you definitely, sitting is the new smoking, they say, that it's that unhealthy for you to be sitting for long periods of time. So even getting up at your desk, you know, every hour, maybe doing 10 push-ups, 10 tricep dips at your chair, maybe going up a flight or steps a couple times, you know, it, it also helps your, your juices, you know, your creative juices. Like if you're sitting at the desk, if you get up and you get moving, you'd shock yourself how much more productive you're going to be throughout the day. Oh, I, compl- I completely agree. Sometimes I think I, I may catch myself sitting in front of my computer too long, and then you end up with writer's block or a creativity block, and it's like, wait a minute, i got to get up. Let me just go take a, a, a quick walk outside for about 10 minutes, get out into the sunshine, and you come back and feel brand new again. Well, yeah, it totally revitalizes you, and I really feel like a lot of your creativity, uh, a lot of that will stem from getting out for a good run, getting, you know, out of the house. I like to do a lot of outdoor workouts, if possible, when the weather is nice, because I just feel like being out, getting the vitamin D, just getting the fresh air, it just gives your mind a break. Oh, oh, I completely agree. I, I like to, to walk two to three miles every evening. I do more on the weekends uh, just to really just kind of clear the mind. And not only that, I look at more of a as simple exercises like walking. If you want to do it outside on a treadmill, to me, it gets the creativity going. I mean, you can actually literally brainstorm great ideas by moving. And, uh, you know, if you sit there it's almost like you end up being under more stress by being still and thinking than you are when you're actually moving. <laughs> this is so true. So true. I actually wrote my book. I, I say all the time at the track, I would literally get all these ideas and I'd have to speak into my phone because they'd be just pouring out of me. And uh, uh. so I feel like I wrote it while running. <laughs> Well, yeah, there you go. I've actually created a television series just by driving down the road. So, uh, you know, I know what that's <laughs> like. But, uh, uh, but uh, well, let me, let me ask you this. You bring up a, a subject about toxic mercury and mold. I mean, what, what are oh, the, yeah. some of the things that we have to look for? Well, with toxic mercury, um, it could be in your system for a variety of different ways. Maybe you, I like, I personally had fillings that were under my gum. Um, they used to put them that way and they were decaying and, and they weren't picking it up on the x-ray and it was leaching sulfuric mercury into my bloodstream. And I would just feel exhausted for absolutely no reason. Um, it, it makes you tired. You also would notice weight gain because uh, having a lot of mercury or heavy metal will slow down your thyroid. And so I just was so exhausted. I would say to my husband every weekend, I feel like I'm being poisoned. 
I just didn't know what was wrong with me. And then I went and had a tissue mineral analysis um, and also a blood test. So it showed up on both Um, because sometimes your tissue mineral analysis might be skewed if maybe you dye your hair or whatnot. But uh, so basically the mercury in your bloodstream or just too much of it, you're going to be exhausted. You're going to notice weight gain. You're going to notice foggy thinking. Um, and the same, you know, I hate to say, but with mold, it's a lot of the same symptoms. Um, when, when you have, when you're around mold, uh, you may notice your breathing seems like a little bit labored. You feel like your allergies are kicking in. Um, you feel exhausted. I mean, it's just the same type of scenario because your, your body isn't, uh, built to combat or to be around a lot of, you know, mold, you know, breathing it in or taking, uh, mercury or heavy metals, you know, into the body. So basically for me, it was life changing when we began orally chelating out the mercury with neolite. That was, that was life changing for me. Um, I still remember going to the doctor the very first day after feeling better, and I, I literally cried because I didn't feel tired anymore. I didn't feel uh, so exhausted that I couldn't go on with my day. When, when you're a fitness professional, you've got to be peppy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you absolutely. Know? I mean, it's your, it's your calling card. I mean, both of us have to practice what we preach, you know, and... uh and, you know, and a lot of people don't realize the dangers of mercury being lifelong. You know, the half-life of mercury is actually 40 years, ladies and gentlemen. So when it enters your body, it's going to be sticking around for a while. Uh, and, you know, especially in the diet, uh, I know that uh, using Corella and cilantro are great in detoxing heavy metals naturally. And uh, with the mold, it's a whole different story. And, you know, we're probably going to have to cover that subject on another day because it can go on for a long time. Oh, yeah. To, I, oh, yeah. To, to, to break down to a program or a protocol for mold. But mercury, there's a lot of things that people can do right now. And, and Linda, let me ask you this. How can people get a hold of you? Oh, they can reach me at chickfit.me. That's my website. And I'm also on social media as the ChickFit Studio. And my book is on Amazon, The Sisterhood of Sweat. Now, you also do a podcast called The uh, Sisterhood of Sweat, which I know yes. of very well. Yes, absolutely. On iTunes. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Ah, oh, fantastic. And uh, so what's uh, coming up in the future for you? Well, I'm going to be competing in Las Vegas in November at Fitness America doing a gymnastic fitness routine at 55 years old and a bikini wow. competition. My goodness. Well, well you know, for, for all of you uh, who are listening to the program today, you need to go to her website. You will not even realize that she's 55 years old. Uh, you know, a lot of the, you know, Linda, you and so many others that I'm talking to uh, through this program have become ageless and timeless and it's a perfect testimony for so many people out there to realize that when you eat right you spend time exercising during the day and just keep moving and uh just stay positive that uh you know i think that 
all of those things are perfect as an anti-aging protocol. Oh, absolutely. It is a game changer. Just investing in you and just drinking more water. I mean, just adding healthy things into your, your diet and learning as you go along, listening to Dr. Ward, his podcast. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I already you're learned so this sweet. from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, it was it was such great fun being on your uh, on your podcast recently and, and I know that we you and I could literally just talk for hours because we we believe what we say, we believe what uh, you know, we have many years of experience in this field and helping people feel better, overcome disease, and become a new person again. And for all of you listening out there, look, if, if you feel horrible, you're tired, there, there's a new way. So I always look at it this way. Stop eating the foods that man made and start looking at all the foods that God made. They're full of color. They come out of the ground. They may fly. They may walk across the earth. But there are better things to eat than things invented by research and scientists in some food lab somewhere and uh, making it look like food when it's not food. So we have to put those live things. I love the fruits and vegetables, Linda. You know, we have to have the vitamins, the minerals, antioxidants, the enzymes, because they are keys to life. And we just got to keep pushing that message out there to everybody. Oh, absolutely. You've got to eat real food instead of the fake foods that leave you, um, you know, hungry, unsatisfied, and overweight. Uh, absolutely. Well, Linda, thank you so much for coming on to the program today. Uh, I'm going to have to have you back. Uh, you're just fun to talk to, and you're a wealth of information and knowledge and a big blessing to the listeners. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Ward, and I hope everyone enjoyed listening. Well, great. Well, remember, everyone, to catch every episode of Life-Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or on my show page at RadioMD.com. And if I could ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds to rate the podcast on iTunes. The reason being is we want to attract more people like you to the show. And the only way we can do that is if you rate it, which helps the show to get more visibility. And please leave a positive review as well. And if you could do that for me, I would greatly appreciate it. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Ward Bond TV and on Facebook at Dr. Ward Bond. And also check out my show page again at RadioMD.com or iTunes for all of my episodes. And again, you've been listening to Life-Changing Wellness. I'm your host, Dr. Ward Bond, and we'll see you next time.